in the first place. Well, let's take the case of the crack babies. In the United States this year, at least 100,000 crack babies will be born. Today, the government said it will cost $5 billion a year to care for such babies. And money doesn't begin to tell the whole story. Drugs take away the dream from every child's heart and replace it with a nightmare. Within days, we were getting calls from media all over the country. They tend to be what we call jittery. They're very, very high risk for cerebral palsy, mental retardation. They are prone to hypertension, strokes, and sudden infant death syndrome. These children, who are the most expensive babies ever born in America, are going to overwhelm every social service delivery system that they come in contact with throughout the rest of their lives. That was 60 Minutes, Dan Rather and Peter Jennings, reporting in 1985. Well, the first long-term study of the effect of crack cocaine on babies in the womb has just come out, and it says that those crack babies were a myth. Steve Paulson kind of found that hard to believe, so he tracked down Dr. Ira Chasnoff. He's a professor of pediatric medicine at the University of Illinois. Dr. Chasnoff was one of the go-to medical experts on crack babies back in the 1980s. When the story exploded in the national media, he was part of it. Well, we started seeing this in the media, and it was an interesting experience uh, with uh, interviews. People would ask questions, and we would answer them. And, and this happened not just to me, but to many other researchers that we would answer questions, and then we would see the answers, just little snippets of it and began to realize that this was getting out of control. And then it it was quite disappointing when we published our data at two and three years and showed that, you know, IQ, global developmental scores were normal. We saw a swing in the media the other way that was declaring there's nothing wrong with using cocaine during pregnancy. And that absolutely was not a message that we wanted going out to the public. And so we kept seeing these fluctuations from one extreme to the other when what we were trying to do through research is bring it to the middle and bring some common sense to understanding what the real issues were. Well, let's let's bring the story closer to the present then. Dr. Hallam Hurt, who back all those decades ago was chair of neonatology at Philadelphia's Albert Einstein Medical Center, she launched a study into the long-term effects crack had on children exposed to the drug in the womb. And almost a quarter of a century after beginning her research, Dr. Hurt now says, America's rampant fears about crack babies were, in her words, unwarranted. Crack babies are now considered a myth. Do you agree? Well, sure. The whole idea that was painted in the media certainly did not have any truth to it then, and it doesn't have any truth to it now. So, you know, was it a myth? Is it a myth that cocaine has effects on pregnancy and newborn outcome? No, it is not a myth. Is it a myth that crack babies were doomed to lives of these terrible lives? No, that's not, that part of the myth is not true at all. On the other hand, alcohol certainly has been shown to cause significant risk for intellectual disabilities. So you're saying actually Uh, alcohol taken when a mother is pregnant has far bigger risks than cocaine. You can look at it from multiple directions, just from the perspective of uh, how many infants are exposed to alcohol uh, versus how many are exposed to cocaine. Alcohol 
overwhelmingly is used much more frequently. Does alcohol affect IQ? Yes, there are many studies that show that alcohol does affect, again, overall cognitive functioning. It affects IQ, whereas cocaine does not. Yeah, and yet my sense is that in the popular media, I mean, in in what most of us believe to this day, there still is the sense that there are such things as crack babies, and that's a real problem, and there are all kinds of medical and even cognitive problems associated with babies born this way. I mean, that's that's kind of, that's out there in the air still, isn't it? I think it is. I think that we have a very short attention span in this country, and we tend to go from one drug to the next as far as where our concern is focused. The reality is, it's a polydrug environment. If a pregnant woman is using any of the drugs that you want to mention.